Ever since I was a little boy, I can recall my grandparents talking about the benefits of something called cod liver oil. In fact, my earliest memories of taking just a tiny teaspoon were not the most pleasant. I think the words vile and repulsive would probably be an understatement. But as the years have rolled on by, in amongst the confusing and conflicting information that we all receive about the purported health benefits of certain nutritional supplements, there does appear to be one product where the health benefits do measure up to a level of scrutiny. Of course, that scrutiny is always going to vary dependent upon the type of research that you're reading and especially the origin of any clinical studies. But as I've talked to more and more nutritionists in recent years, I've become fascinated by this subject and the official line on what should be the mix between omega-3 and omega-6 that we're told our body needs. Now, as a curious person, my nature is to seek out the most credible people to talk to on a given subject and With that in mind, I had an exciting opportunity to record this interview with Professor Hogner Vick. I'll leave you, my listeners, to do your own research on the professor. You can do so by simply Googling his name, H-O-G-N-E, separate word V-I-K, and you'll find entries on Google showing his professional credentials from the likes of Bloomberg, and you can read about his career history on LinkedIn. In this interview, I wanted to strip away some of the confusion about the benefits of fish oil and omega-3 and 6, and I think this interview goes a long way towards doing that. But naturally, for the benefits of you, my listeners, I commence my interview with Professor Hognovic by asking him about his life and professional background. So uh, my first start in life was to be the oldest son of a general practitioner so my father just finished his medical uh, school education the day I was born. So then, you know, it ended up that I also took on the medical approach. So I'm an educated uh, medical doctor. I've been working uh, as a researcher and uh, as a university employer for 10 years. I have a PhD in uh, allergology. I've been a professor within both radiology and internal medicine. And uh, after working and making a lot of publication, I joined the pharmaceutical and nutraceutical industry around 30 years ago. And after that, I've been involved with the development of several drugs and the last close to 20 years focusing on uh, natural substances that are important for people to stay healthy as long as they want to. So a very interesting observation from me immediately, Hogner, is that you come from, it's fair to say, a pharmaceutical background, but you have now moved over to focus more on the natural types of, let's call them complementary or alternative substances that we can take to help with our health and our lifestyle. Is that fair? Yes, and uh, a big argument or what happened that made that change was that in uh, the year between 2000 and 2002, I was the CEO of what was called the Norwegian Food Research Institute. And, and in that period, I learned a lot about how important it is to eat healthy and that you, you get what you eat and you will be what you eat. And during that period, also from the scientists, scientific background, you realize that it is extremely meaningful to help people that would like to stay healthy with good advices for how they can eat right and also get the right minerals and ingredients that can help them. And that is why what you call 
that the alternative approach for me and health developed, and that has been very meaningful to help people that are concerned about health and then also help them to buy something that can help them to stay healthy. And then it's a lack of vitamins and minerals. And uh, I guess today we also will talk about omega-3. That is one very important substance in this context. Completely agree, Hagner. And one of the things I totally empathize with is your view about helping people. If people want to be healthy and they want to live longer and they understand that our food and what we put into our bodies has a direct impact on our vitality and the length of our life and other aspects. It's a very pleasant thing to be able to help people with that. So moving on to the specialism now, obviously we've touched on omega-3. How would you describe your business specialism right now as I speak to you today? Well, it's the business of dietary supplement or healthy food is really in a segment that is increasing. We have more and more people that are blessed with a rather good health, a rather good economy, and they also focus on how they can do their best to have a good life and a healthy life where they can experience a lot of things. And this means that our business to help them with the omega-3 products is increasing. The business as such is increasing. And, uh, and in this jungle of different uh, products, that are provided and offered people. I think that with my background, I know it's a big difference between good products and not so good products. And that is when we look into both food and dietary supplements, the documentation and the knowledge we have of the substances are so important. So when I take on my pharmaceutical glasses, I know that we have to be very specific when we look into how the products are made and what biological effects that are documented. And then you see that a lot of good things we can say about the product and what the advantages and benefits we have for the health. Today's consumer, Hogner, as I'm sure you'll understand, the average consumer is literally confronted by a myriad of different information about what health supplements they should take and which ones work and why and how and which ones don't. So with that in mind, what does science and medical and clinical studies tell us about the body's need for a balance between omega-3 and 6? What role do these oils play in the body and why are they so important? This is a very uh, huge question, as you know, but if we simplify, I would then point to three elements. Number one is that uh, in every cell membrane, it's a fatty acid that made an important part of the membrane. And the unsaturated omega-3 fatty acids are very important for the membrane to be flexible. And that means it should be more easy to let nutritional stuff come into the cells and garbage get out. And if we have too little of omega-3, then the membrane will be too stiff and the exchange of important uh, things over the membrane will be inhibited and the cells will therefore have a shorter life. So the structural thing is important in every cell, in every organ. The other thing is that uh, we know that if you injure yourself a little, that can be by, by infection, that can be if you are out on athletic activities. If you'd have too little omega-3 in your body, the body uses longer time to get rid of uh, the damage and to repair the damage. So therefore, we say that... Uh, if you have too little omega-3 or too much omega-6, 
you are in a pro-inflammatory situation. Therefore, we need omega-3 to get rid of these inflammatory processes. The third thing that is most important for all of us is that the brain is in fact very dependent upon omega-3 and saturated fatty acids. And it's shown that uh, people that live long, if they have enough omega-3, their brain will also, in general, work good a longer time. So if you and I will live until we are 100 years of age, if we don't have enough omega-3, then the body may be 100 years of age, but you will have problems to remember and uh, to be perhaps a little Alzheimer's uh, person, so that for the brain thing, it's important. So if we remember structure of the cells, repair damages fast, and have a nice and good brain as long as we live, that should be three good arguments to have enough omega-3. Absolutely, and I can't think of anything worse than growing to a ripe old age and having a reasonably healthy body, but not having the brain that can be present mm. and understand and, and memorize things and recognize people and all those other aspects that go with the likes of Alzheimer's and, and other diseases linked to that. So as we look at the countries where consumption of oily fish is higher, what do the statistics about disease and mortality rates in those countries reveal? It is seen that uh, the countries with the highest average age, both for men and women, happens to be Japan and Iceland. And these countries are on the top when you come to daily consumption of fish and marine products. And uh, this is not a coincidence. This is linkage where we see that uh, people that have a high intake of omega-3 may live up to 5 to 10 years longer than other people. So this is uh, one of the secrets with countries close to the sea where they also have had a diet during the years that includes a lot of marine food, that they are healthy and they live longer. Fascinating, isn't it, that generally people who live closer to the sea are obviously find it easier to have a diet with fish in it and the mortality rates and disease rates reflect that. And it's difficult to argue with that, some of those statistics. Moving on to the fish oil itself, Hogner, what part of the fish does the oil that we consume come from and how is it produced? In Norway, my generation and earlier are grown up with cod liver oil as a part of a daily intake. Mm. And uh, it started the whole thing because in the north, we have too little sun. And in the cod liver oil, it's a lot of the fat-soluble vitamin, vitamin D. So during the dark six months of the year, it was required Every good mother gave their children cod liver oil for the vitamin D deficiency. And uh, later on, in the 60s, it was discovered that the cod liver oil didn't only include vitamin D, but also omega-3, the healthy unsaturated fatty acid we are talked about. So therefore, also in in all omega-3 products that are provided, the liver is uh, the main source to make the oil. But you will also find the fatty fat elements in the in the meat or fish. So when uh, so the oil that that we use the EQ Pure Arctic oil, then uh, is produced from liver, but also from some of uh, the the muscles or the the fish meat that is uh, not possible to use for human consumption. And then afterwards, 
after they made the oil from the, from this uh, from this source, then you purify it and get rid of all the heavy metals and pollutions and secure that uh, it's uh, pure and healthy and should have no elements that can damage the body in any way. One of the things that's interesting, Hogner, and we'll perhaps talk about this before the end of the interview, is the perceived taste of cod liver oil. Certainly the older generation here from the UK, they would frown at you if you were to mention cod liver oil and the assumption that it tastes what we would call foul. And uh, I know from my consumption of a, a certain type of Arctic oil that that's not the case. It's not unpleasant at all. But as I say, we'll, we'll come on to that. I also understand it's possible to get omega-3 from a vegan source. Tell me about this and how this type of oil differs from the fish oil version. We have a lot of uh, healthy people that also care a lot about the environment. And uh, among those, you find people say they will not eat anything coming from a living animal as a fish. And uh, when we talk about the vegan oil, it's uh, that we use the small algae that uh, then are the factories that can produce or manufacture the omega-3 fatty acids uh, through the photosynthesis, so to say. And then we, they produce the same molecules, but it is not then... Uh, extracted from the fish meat or from the liver, but it comes from the algae when they make it. So then in the end, it's the same molecule that should have the same effects. But so far as of today, it's uh, very difficult to make this vegan oil in a huge quantum, and then it's uh, very expensive. But uh, if you have the same amount of omega-3 from a vegan source, you should also have the same uh, health benefits by taking yeah, it's fascinating. I've done some of my own desktop research on trying to acquire the kind of vegan version. And whilst you can buy it online, some of the reviews about it are not are less than positive, let's just say. So it's clear that whilst it is out there, getting a reliable supply that's good quality does seem to be a challenge. But it's good to know that you know there is at least an option for people who will not eat fish. Yeah, yeah so if I just... Uh... Add a little. It's important to say that today's technology will make uh, the vegan oil around 10 times as expensive to produce per milliliter oil as uh, if you extract it from fish. I'm sure that the technology will improve and that that the big difference uh, can uh, be minimized during the year to come. But that is also one element when you look into the industry and what and what is sustainability of, uh, of the fish oil business, so to say. Thank you for that, Hogner. Now, there are different ways of consuming fish oil. Some people, as we know, will take gel capsules, and some will actually drink the oil. I'm the, I actually drink the oil myself. In your professional opinion, with all your experience, which is the better option, drinking the fish oil or taking the gel capsules? The absolutely best solution is to eat the fish. <laughs> so... If you are a person that loves fish, then uh, if you have two to three main dishes, main courses of fatty fish uh, a week, that may be sufficient to have around one gram omega-3 per day. Then the next best, that is uh, for most of us, is uh, then we should take it as oil. And then in the concentration, it's found in, in the body and in the liver, liver from the codfish. And the reason I say that is that uh, then you will also have it in the concentration that the body is used to and can absorb it in the upper part of uh, the intestine. 
and then uh, take advantage of uh, a higher percentage of the oil you eat. If you take a capsule, then it's always, even if the capsule material has improved a lot, it is a process to dissolve the capsule material in the stomach. And later on, these capsules have concentrated oil, meaning that if it's going fast through the upper part of the intestine, then you will not be able to absorb all of it. And then you don't take advantage of the very expensive few drops of concentrated oil. So again, I will, as you, prefer to take the non-concentrated oil without capsule. And the taste, as we can come back to, is absolutely not awful. The, the, the good uh, omega-3 oils, no, they are that uh, tasteful that you can use them as salad oil. And for other purposes, they don't uh, smell fish at all. So the answer there really, Hogner, is in an ideal world, we would all be getting what we need from eating fish but there's definitely an advantage in actually drinking the oil if we can't eat enough fish. Just for the benefit of the listeners, what types of fish should people be eating if they are to optimize the levels of nutrients that they should be getting from eating fish flesh? It has uh, traditionally, be, we say that it's fat fish. That can be salmon, it can be throat, it can be also some other uh, sardines, mackerel, these type of, of fish. But uh, it's still some secrets from the marine products we haven't found out what is. And uh, it may be other elements of the fish meat that is uh, healthy as well. But uh, the types I mentioned is what you associate with the uh, omega-3 fatty acids. Now, the next question is a sensitive one, and I appreciate that there is a, a lot of sensitivity surrounding what medical benefits can be claimed about consuming fish oil. But out of all the many independent clinical studies out there, which ones do you feel offer the best evidence of a positive effect? One of my previous uh, activities where I was working in a Norwegian company called Pronova, we were able to, to get omega-3 approved and registered as a drug in US and later in uh, Japan. And that was for the indication that when people have been through a myocardial infarction or a heart attack, then it's documented that if people then take one gram omega-3 per day, they will reduce risks for a new heart attack and they will survive a longer period of time. So that was the breakthrough that uh, omega-3 is important to reduce incidences of cardiovascular diseases. That is the number one thing. The other thing that is uh, more and more documented is that omega-3 has important for to remain the brain activity through life. As we mentioned earlier, if we get old and the, the brain is not uh, the same physical form as the rest of the body, that is a disaster. And, but when you come to the amount of omega-3 needed to secure a healthy brain as long as we live, then the one gram omega-3 per day may be too little. Now, I'm a little on thin ice because we don't know exactly what amount we need. But many people say that up to three gram omega-3 per day is what we should take in order to secure a healthy brain until we are 100 years of age. 
Okay, that's all really fascinating. Again, for the person that's listening to this that is interested in the detail but ultimately wants to cut to the chase around what they should be eating, I'm, let's talk in eating fish terms now. How much fish should people be eating on a daily and a weekly basis to get the levels of omega-3 that our bodies need? So if we go for this one gram a day, then uh, two to three main courses of uh, fish meat should be sufficient. If we then pick the fatty fishes I talked about, mackerel, uh, salmon, throat, uh, these types. If we are going for this three gram a day, well, as I mentioned, for to secure the, the brain capacity and that we utilize all over billions of nervous cells the best way, then even that would be too little. So then uh, I guess we should do as uh, my mother did to secure that we have enough of uh, the improved cod liver oil in addition to the healthy fish meals two to three times a week. Okay, so it's fascinating this. So assuming it's going to be difficult for the average person to eat the amount of fish to get the levels of omega that they need in a normal diet, how much oil would we need to consume to get a potentially beneficial effect? So then for for the non-concentrated uh, omega-3 uh, product that uh, we supply, then uh, around uh, 7.5 to 10 ml per day should give you this around 1 gram per day. If you will go up to the 3 gram per day, then you must then triple that dose. As we talked about taste and the perception of taste, then uh, it's excellent to use this kind of oil. As we use olive oil on uh, the salad, you can do the same with this fish oil that uh, Ecology is uh, providing. Yeah, again, for the benefit of the listeners, particularly those in the UK that would think in teaspoon terms, um, 10 mil is about two teaspoons. So what we're saying correct, is if you, correct, if, you yeah. if you had four teaspoons full of fish oil a day, that should give you the levels that you need. Is that correct, Ogner? That is, uh, and if you then take a little bigger, it uh, depends how much sugar you normally have in the teaspoon. <laughs> but if you take a little bigger, then the four spoons should be sufficient. And you have around 20 to, to 30 ml of this uh, oil. I'm going to come on to the taste as the very final question, because I know people are going to be thinking unpleasant thoughts about the taste, which you know can't be borne out, particularly if you're using the Equology version of, of the oil. It doesn't taste unpleasant at all. But I understand it's possible to have a blood test that reveals our omega-3 and 6 levels. How does a person go about getting a safe, reliable and accurate test? This is something that has been now developed uh, by Ecology. But uh, it's uh, the customer, the individual, him or herself, that uh, take the test. So you just uh, then you get a kit. And then you have a small needle in that kit that you don't need to be a nurse or physician to then just put a small hole in your finger uh, pulpa. And then you get a drop of blood on a filter paper that you then provide and send in to, uh, to the laboratory through the post. And that means that it's no risk that we can uh, get infection from one person to the other or, or get uh, HIV or, or other diseases. Because it's the person, uh, him or herself, that is the only one in direct contact with the biological material. 
And then when it comes to the laboratory, we use then the international top laboratory in Norway. That uh, is the laboratory that uses what we call an HPLC methodology, where they can identify all the fatty acids in this very tiny, small drop of blood. And then with extremely precision, can identify the percentage and amount of uh, omega-3 fatty acids in the blood samples. So what we do with our customers that we offer them to take the test before you start with the omega-3 product. And then too many people are disappointed because the level is much worse or lower than they hoped it should be. But then the, the, the good side is that after using the oil for three to four months, then you see a very good improvement. And that is because we measure the content of the omega-3 fatty acids in the red blood cells, and they normally live in 120 days. So this test, in fact, is the first part of the personalized medicine. If somebody really wants to improve their health profile by using the Ecology Pure Arctic Oil and following what happened with the body with this test, they can see that it helps and the risk for developing difficult and diseases later on will be reduced tremendously. So in terms of cost, Hogner, in your experience, how much does such a blood test cost and what ratios in the results are regarded as positive? As with all tests, the prices are reduced when the volume increases. But it's not unusual that such a test will cost around uh, 120 euro or around uh, 100 uh, uh, English pound to uh, to get investigated. If you then buy this as a part of the package oil product from Ecology, you get the tests for free, the first one, and uh, and uh, that after you have used it for four months. And when we talk about ratios, this is uh, you know, a little more medical education, but the percentage of, of omega-3 in the membrane or the fatty acids should be 8% or more. That is a value that can uh, differ a little depending on what you have eaten. But that, uh, and in Norway, if people, then we see they have an average value of around 5.5 to 6. And in the middle Europe, it can be down to 1 to 2. When you come to the ratio, then the ideal thing should be that we have not more than five times as much omega-6 as omega-3 in uh, our blood. And uh, in Norway, I think we are around 5 in average. If you go down to the middle Europe where they have very little fish in their normal diet, we can have ratios that are more than 30, 40, because people don't eat enough marine products. So the test will normally show that people taking over oil can reduce this ratio between omega-6 and omega-3 from 40 and down to 5 or below. Now, the final question for you, Hogner, or the penultimate question before I ask you about taste. We've touched on, just ever so slightly, the company called Equology. Tell us a little bit more about that company, and we've mentioned the fact that people can actually get a complimentary blood test from someone who works with Equology. So give me a little bit more of an oversight or overview of Equology, the company. Equology is uh, a company that has been working with uh, healthy food ingredients for 20 years. It started up in Norway. The headquarters is in Norway. 
And and no, the absolutely major product we have is this what is called EQ Pure Arctic Oil. And the special thing with this fish oil is that uh, we can track in each bottle of oil where the fish that we give uh, rise to this oil used to live, when it was catched by which boat, how long time it took from the fish came up to up of the sea, up on the boat. We can tell them when they started to make the oil that normally takes part less than six hours after it has been taken up of the sea. And then we go directly to the to the factory. So on each bottle, it's possible then to, to track the fish and where it comes from. That is that is as what we'd call short-traveled uh, vegetables <laughs> for the farmers. This is we can track the fish. The other thing is that since we have that tracking and that we can follow the individual fish, we also have a high quality. So all the parameters we are measuring, when you come to oxidation of the fish, when you come to the content of pollution of heavy metals and so on, is far, far, far below what is required for high quality fish oil in Europe and in the world. So it's not wrong to say that uh, the fish oil provided in EQ Pure Arctic Oil is the absolutely upper and best quality in the whole world. In addition, we have added an olive oil from a special source and farm in Creta on, uh, in the final product. And that gives me also a lot of the antioxidants and the phenols that also is very important for a good health and uh, can help you to, to stay healthy also through other mechanisms that is important for the cells. So again, we have top quality product and uh, it's a privilege for, for me to talk about it because I would like everybody that would like to be healthy to take advantage of this product. It's been a fascinating insight, Hogner. It's a subject that there's lots of nutritionists now that will talk positively about the need for certain types of fat and oil and omega-3 and omega-6 levels needing needing to be correct. But to listen to someone who is so knowledgeable on the subject is a real education, so I'd thank you for that. The final question I want to cover with you is the one of taste. Now, we've alluded to it in the interview. You know, I can tell people who are listening from my own experience that the thoughts of it are nothing like the reality of it the ecology fish oil that i take you could quite happily pour 10 mil of that on your salad as a dressing and it would not have any negative impact on the taste in fact it would probably um, supplement that what's your view on the taste aspect hogner i think that uh, the taste we know have uh, been able to develop in uh, the eq periodic oil is a few horse lengths in front of, of the competitors. And that is, number one, because we have uh, purified the fish oil. Number two, that we have added a very natural citric uh, taste to the oil. And uh, finally, that we have this olive oil that gives a whole uh, perception and taste of the final product. This very special, uh, what you call uh, salad oil. So uh, the times are gone when it was said that you need to take cod liver oil. So even if it tastes bad, it worked fine. Now we can say you need cod liver oil or you need pure Arctic oil and it tastes delicious. 
so it's uh, the problem is you shouldn't take too much and too much that is very much more than we recommend you can more or less drink a bottle per day and uh, the remaining part will just be used as calories so it's no danger to take a huge amount of this if you like it if you appreciate Ognevik it's been a real pleasure to speak to you live today from Norway I'd like to thank you very much for your time and for being so precise and detailed in the answers to your questions thank you thank you very much for this opportunity and have a Nice day and a long life with pure artigoid.